Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM640 Live, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, dopey Gavin Newsom finally released details on his plan to give you some relief over inflation, particularly very high gas prices in California, where I want to understand they continue to go up while the rest of the country is seeing a decrease. We'll get into that coming up this hour. We begin, though, with last night's mayor's debate. Who is going to replace Eric Garcetti? This was at USC. Most of the audience appeared to be college students. Uh, one lucky thing was there wasn't a lot of cheering. There was no heckling. Yeah, everybody it, stayed quiet. They pretty much stayed quiet. There was some laughter because some moments were kind of funny. Uh, anyway, uh, there were five of them on stage. You probably know by now who they are, but just to review, two of them are current Los Angeles City Council members, Joe Buscaino and Kevin Leon. Another is a congresswoman, Karen Bass. And then there's Rick Caruso, the businessman developer. And finally, the mustache, the Los Angeles city attorney, Mike Fuhrer. And uh, Fuhrer and uh, Leon are completely worthless. They are. They should be X'd out. They should, and be. they should be eliminated from future debates because they have nothing to add. It's dumpster time for them. They're... We're going to start with really what started this off and made it lively. They added a rule that if you are attacked, if you are engaged by one of the other participants in their answer to a question, you do have, I think it was 30 seconds to respond. Rick Caruso took good advantage of that, 
right at the beginning because Joe Buscaino said something, and I, I heard it, but I didn't pick up on it, but Caruso was quick to say, I was attacked. I get to respond. Uh, here's some of how that went. Council member Buscainu. Thank you. Pacific Tangible. Yeah, thank you also for having me. And it's great to uh, see Rick Caruso here finally for joining us, Rick. Thank you. And we'll talk more about that throughout the night as I well. Was, uh, I think I was attacked. Uh, well, <laughs> so it, felt like okay. it, it felt like an attack. The light one. Uh, well, well, it might have been a, a light one. That was, that was a light attack. attack. But, <laughs> but I guess his, his point is, if you, if you want to go there, uh, is, welcome. you know, that you haven't been to some of these other forums or debates that have been, that have been happening. And you're, we appreciate that you're here now. What, what is your response to that? Well, listen, Joe, uh, I appreciate the efforts you've been taking on the city council. But the reality is, and I'm sorry, I don't have notes. I didn't realize we were able to bring notes here. But the fact is, since you've been a city councilman, there's 700 more people on the streets in your district alone. So I don't know how you quantify success when the problem has gotten worse under your leadership. So let's just focus on the issues instead of attacking. Yeah. You've got crime problems that we have to deal with. You have corruption in City Hall, and we've got homeless problems. I think that's what the people of Los Angeles want to hear us talk about. You will not All find right. one dangerous large encampment right. in We're my district today. In fact, Buscaino and Kevin DeLeon tried to make a lot about how many people they've housed and how much they've done to reduce the homelessness problem. Most people look around L.A., and I don't go to Buscaino's district very often, if at all, but they don't really see a big dent. I mean, Not, Kevin, the, Kevin DeLeon's district includes Skid Row, by the way. So yeah, I don't know what he's uh, talking about. Well, he, he's, he is the most full of it out of all of them. He, he just makes stuff up. He's is the most dishonest out of... Out of any of the candidates. Um, Here is why I'm annoyed by Karen Bass, who stood in the middle. Uh, she stood out because she's short. She's the only woman. She has a nice congenial smile. Uh, she pretty much stayed out of the fray. She didn't really attack Caruso too much. However, what I got was what I thought I would get. A career politician with the same generic answers and platitudes. And she came up with a new twist on homelessness and the subject of law enforcement. That was a question. Would you use law enforcement? And by the way, homelessness took up the first almost half an hour of this debate. It was the first topic right out of the box, and it, and it should be. But listen to the way she kind of comes up with a new way to describe why we shouldn't enforce certain things against the homeless. Let me just say, first of all, that I don't believe that you should ever criminalize poverty. There I would never is. do that. The other thing is, is that people need housing. They need temporary housing immediately. I do think that there's just some things that you don't do on the street, and sleeping is one of them. However, I don't think that you just move people from one neighborhood to another. A, because if that happens... You can happened, stop it there. There's always, with career politicians, this old however and on the other hand. Uh, and again, she's against enforcement. And the thing I wanted to point out there is she's no longer saying, uh, you know, because Bond used to always say that we're not going to criminalize homelessness. Instead, yeah. she, she says we're not going to criminalize poverty. Right. That shows a nice, you. tricky they, little sidestep. Well, they, they focus group test their new slogans and their That's new right. phrases. So right. maybe that was found to be more palatable with people. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really a garbage term, criminalizing poverty. It, it, the context of this was... I think Caruso was pushing this. You reach out to them once, you reach out to them twice. By the third time, they have to go. And so yeah. at that uh, moment... Buschino said this too. He said what? that there, there can be, without consequences, right. the laws so, are useless. Well, but what, in that moment, 
Now you're at a crossroads. Third time, they're not going. What do you do? And Caruso, Buscaino, yeah, you got to use the police. Doesn't mean you're putting them in jail for 20 years, but an officer has to escort the person to wherever they want to go. Right. And like a real politician, she found her way into this too by saying, I'm not saying the police shouldn't be on hand just against things get out of control. I'm just saying we shouldn't criminalize poverty. Well, see, nobody, nobody, nobody is. It's a, it's a fake term. No one's doing that. In fact, if you, if, if you pressed her, she would probably agree to every step. You agree that by the third time you've reached out, they have to be moved. Well, yeah. And you agree that if they really refuse to, there has to be some enforcement mechanism. Well, yeah. And probably the best best person to do that would be an armed police officer. Oh, I guess. Because <laughs> exactly. there's nowhere what else you can where else are you gonna do? That's the only thing you can do. There isn't option B or C. There is no alternative when someone is refusing to move when they've been legally ordered to. It's like everything else. It's like with all the COVID violations, ultimately, a police officer would come over and padlock your business. This is what they've done at all of these places like Echo Park Lake, where they finally decided that the place has gotten too disgusting and they put up their signs and they did their outreach for weeks and weeks and weeks. But there's always going to be a contingent who won't leave. That's when you have to bring in the police. There's really no other choice. Criminalizing poverty. Let me imagine what that would actually be. You see a guy in the street and you ask him, it's like, empty your pockets. How much money do you have? Oh, you only got two bucks? Oh, you're going to jail. You have to walk around with at least 100 bucks in cash. Anything less than 100 bucks, you're going to jail. You don't have a house? Yeah, you're going to jail. That's not what it is. Because they're going to be offered shelter. They're going to be offered mental health treatment or drug treatment. They're going to be offered a bus ticket to go somewhere. Or they're going to be offered a chance just to walk away freely and find somewhere else to go. But you can't sleep there anymore. If a place is determined off limits, that means it's off limits. Any more than I can't go to Karen Bass's house and sleep in her living room. What would she do? She would call the police. And a guy with a gun would show up and say to me, you can't sleep on Karen Bass's living room carpet. Okay. All right. When we return, the only audio we're going to play from the mustache, Mike Fuhrer, is when he gets upended. By Rick Caruso, because it's clear he prepared himself for an attack on Caruso and his wealth, and he has a yacht. But Caruso turned it back around nicely. We'll play the audio next. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo. It's KFI. AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Yes. Uh, all right. So we're. Uh, Playing some of the audio from last night's mayor's debate at USC, in case you missed all glorious 90 minutes of it. But it was somewhat lively. Uh, There was uh, plenty of attacks. Most, as it was expected, were trying to go after the newcomer, Um, Rick Caruso. Yeah, here's the line of attack. Rick, you're really successful. That's bad. Bad. You're wealthy. Why don't you become a failure and a parasite like the rest of us? Yeah, we will play again that career politician clip. Right now, though, we'll move to the mustache. This is the Los Angeles City Attorney, Mike Fuhrer, who's polling in the single digits. And I don't even know if he'll make it to the June primary. What's the point? And maybe if we're lucky, he'll be indicted before then, (laughs) which is what comes up in this 
piece of audio we're about to play. The context is that Fuhrer is trying to go after Rick Caruso, basically because, oh, you know, you only do high-end developments. You're one of those predatory landlords. And by the time it's over, Caruso has a good comeback. Here we go. Mr. Caruso, do you want to respond? Well, I do know how to build. And I've been on the other side of the counter when I've tried to pull permits. And the city is so overregulated, there's no surprise why we don't have enough housing. But if you want to just talk about facts and problems in the city, Mike, I'm sorry that you opened the store. Your office was raided by federal agents. Your office is under investigation. And you've got a senior person in your office that's accusing you of perjury. And you're standing here criticizing me for building one of the most recognizable and admired companies in Los Angeles, if not the country. And I just don't think that's the right thing to do. Mr. Let's focus on issues. Did you, well, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Rick, I'm very glad you brought that up. Because, again, building... building yeah. Sure you are. <laughs> I am, because it highlights a stark difference between us. In my office, out of 340,000 cases that I'm responsible for and 2,000 laws that I've written, about 1,000 people in the course of my tenure I oversee, there was one instance where we uncovered violations. We made that information public. I hired an ethics expert. I published a report. And then I issued a series of reforms. Okay. In contrast to your leadership thank here, you. which has been thank to you, city attorney, as opposed to make transparent. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Go back. There wasn't your... really an answer, as no. you could see, when he got around to it. He's a be... series of reforms. <laughs> what he's talking about there was uh, there is an accusation that Fuhrer was aware of the corruption that was going on with the L.A. City Attorney's Office, with dealing with the Los Angeles Department of Water Power, and that big lawsuit over their billing practices, which eventually led to an attorney who was working both sides. He was working for both the city attorney, Mike Fuhrer, and he was working for the ratepayer who was suing, and he came up with a crafty idea. He found himself a lawyer in the Midwest to represent the ratepayer. Let's come up with a big settlement and split the money. Yeah, That's I, what the corrupted outside attorney that they hired and Fuhr, did. Fuhrer's trying to claim, I know nothing. I, I know, know nothing, nothing right. yeah. So. But, uh, right. But the truth and that lawyer is now saying, uh, we think you ought to take a closer look. And it, it could be at some point Fuhrer is in legal trouble. But we don't know. The, 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 these, these idiots who are upset that someone is successful. Do you have any idea? Let's take Caruso just as an example. But there, there's, there's you know hundreds of these guys. You realize how, first of all, how many people he employs? How many families depend on the money they make? working either for Caruso directly or working for one of the companies that rents space in a Caruso mall, whether it's a retail store or a restaurant or a theater or whatever else they have. Those are all thousands of jobs and thousands and thousands of family members who are getting food and shelter and schooling because of those jobs. Why would you criticize that? I, I, I'm just completely flummoxed by this. What would you rather be he do if he's not creating thousands of jobs for people to work at? What, what, what would be the better use of time? What would be the better use of the land that the Grove uh, covers than the massive property taxes that his company has to pay? you imagine what the property tax value is? 
What, what, what's a better use of that property that would get more revenue into the city? What, what are some people supposed to do for a living if we tell all the executives that, you know, you're bad, um, we should close down your company, and we should close down all the buildings that your company inhabits. We should close down the Grove and all the stores at the Grove because you and all the people who own these chains, you're all bad, and all these people should be fired, and all the children should go hungry, and nobody should pay their mortgage or rent. I mean, think about what, what, what Fuhrer is saying. And Fuhrer is a grown man with a college degree. He's a city attorney, and he's actually pissed off that somebody is successful and creating jobs and creating a lot of tax revenue for the city that he works for. He is living off Caruso's tax money that Caruso brings in. In addition to all of us, all these people on stage, they're all living off our tax money, and they criticize the guy who creates the tax revenue. Sales taxes, income taxes, property taxes. What's wrong with them? They tried to go after Caruso because he was a backer of Measure HHH, which has been a failure, but he pointed out, yeah, I was a backer on the proposal, but it was carried out badly by the politicians. They tried to attack him because he was an early <clears throat> George Gascon supporter. But of course, in the end, he supported Jackie Lacey, and now he supports the recall. He's trying to say, yeah, I was on the wrong side, but I switched. Because Which I think a sane person does when they can see what's going on. He said he knew Gascon 20 years ago, and Gascon was uh, in uh, the LAPD hierarchy, and he wasn't like this. He, yeah, he said Gascon went off to Arizona, and I don't know what happened to him. He ended up in San Francisco, and he was completely different. Yeah. He said uh, he and I used to have the same uh, views on on uh, on police. So some, something went wrong with Gasco. And Dennis Sign told us that, too. And Charlie Beck said that as well. Charlie Beck in that note he issued of he's in favor right. of the recall. Right. right, right. And Zion said it on our show. So it seems to be a consensus among people who've uh, worked with Gascon 20 years ago that he fell on his head. There's, there's some Maybe some kind of brain damage, but that wasn't the guy. That they knew. Here, here is Caruso. Let's play cut eight because he has said during this debate that the big issues are homelessness, crime, and corruption. And in this clip, he's talking about crime. And then I'll tell you what the El Segundo Times did once again with this. Go ahead. The downside was crime and corruption. I mean, everybody in this city, at every corner of the city, no matter where you live, what your background is is scared to walk out their doors, is worried about crime, is worried about your children going to school. Like I started to say the other day, I was in Watts the other day at St. Lawrence School, listening to those parents worry when the sun goes down what happens. Children that sleep on the floor because bullets go through the window. And it's all across the city. We should have never let crime get out of control. And we have so much corruption inside of, inside of City Hall. Very difficult to clean up a problem when you can't clean up yourself. The El Segundo Times did this in two different articles. The latest one, they've assigned three of their all-star reporters, Kevin Rector, Benjamin Oreskes, Julia Wick, to tell us. Once again, while these numbers are up, they're not like they were in the 1990s. It's irrelevant. They do this over it's and stupid. over again. A 30-year-old story. So wait a second. Do we have to wait until they're at 1990s levels before? Yes, for we this do... to be a real story. That's correct. That's in, that's insane. What a bunch of little children! It's up the the, the shootings and the murders are up 50 percent. I and think let's one of talk the... again. And if something's up 50 percent, you got to put a stop to it. We should have done that with homelessness.
And what is what and what idiotic. are the main reasons that the crime came down in the 90s? Oh, I remember criminal justice reform, like three strikes laws and many other laws that were passed, ballot measures that yeah. uh, that made it tougher on the criminals. And yes, did result in an uptick in prisoners. And remember that they bragged about it was like 10 years ago. Oh, we got the lowest crime levels in almost the history of all. Yeah. That's because this stuff worked. Because look, now you're reversing it all. The bad guys are either in prison or they're out committing crimes. Now you've got AB 109, Prop 4757. We're watching everything unwind because yeah. this is the legislation you passed more recently it, it, to undo all of the good things that happened in the 90s and into the early 2000s. We, we had lax laws in the early 90s. We had lots of bad crime. We had three strikes. Crime went down. We got a, parts of three strikes. We came up with all the lists that you just went through, and crime has gone up significantly. I'm sorry. When something's up 50% in two years, that's a real bad sign. Should we wait for it to go up another 50%, 100%? What, what kind of arbitrary artificial nonsense comparison it's bad everyone agrees it's bad and w people are going to vote to change it and we know what to do you've got to put the bad guys back in prison and keep them there that's what always works there is no other alternative you put them in prison and then they can't hurt people i have never heard any of these idiots tell me what option b is because if somebody's bad and violent Either he's behind bars or he's trying to kill me. There's there's no middle ground here. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, Governor Dippity Doo released his plan to give you some kind of relief over high gas prices. And it is $400 for every registered vehicle in the state. It would be a debit card. You would, however, be limited to two. So if you have a two-car family or two cars registered under your name, that would be the max you could get. It would be $800. It would come in the form of a debit card. It's supposed to be an 11 billion dollar proposal it's supposed to offset rising prices at the gas pump but there's more he's also putting in 750 million dollars in grants for free or substantially reduced public transit so that people that do not own a vehicle or drive a car would also get some sort of payback what does that mean are people going to get that money if they don't have a registration, it's assumed that they take the bus. And the bus is only $1.75 one way. No, I think what would happen was some of the buses would be free for a while. So if you use that every day, you would save the $1.50. Oh, for God's sakes. That'd be a lot it's, of trips to get such, to $400. There's such fanatics. The problem is with the price of gas. The problem is excessive gas taxes. You see how they complicate this and you end up arguing other things? Yes. Because the issue should be only, why is the gas tax so excessive? Why does it cost $1.60 more here than anywhere else in the country? This because because they're widened into reimbursing people for all high costs we're dealing with. Because I'll tell you one thing that just came across. As I said, it would involve every registered vehicle. 
Apparently, the plan includes people with electric vehicles. Now, they don't buy gas. Well, then they shouldn't be eligible. Right now, under Newsom's proposal, they would get the $400 as well. This is what happens with every government program. They make it really complicated, and it's a way to just waste more money or spread more money out. Give the money back to the taxpayers who paid the tax. And and, and there's nobody who, who insists on this kind of philosophy. I think he just wanted to simplify it. Just every registered car, 400 bucks. Rather than try to figure out who's buying gas, who's not, how much. Oh, you could tell uh, on the registration if it's an electric car or not. Everybody knows who, what the, the vehicle is. Yes, that part are. you could ferret out, but I thought the rest you were talking about, about who was actually buying more gas than other people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Eric just pointed out there's an extra electrical vehicle fee on registrations. It's $100, yes. Right. So they know exactly who's. Oh, I know that. I'm just, I'm just taking your point further in that they didn't want to ferret through because you well, you were saying just suspend the gas tax for well, some the months. The thing is, the thing is, they if, if they have a modern computer system, all it takes is a couple of keystrokes, and you will get all the registrations minus the electric car registrations. That's that's just a filter, a basic filter on your on your software program. I I think they'll probably do that fix. I think this was just an oversight. I don't think they're going to give a gas tax rebate to electric car owners. But as I said, they're selling this as more than just gases for gas. They're selling this as we're all suffering from higher prices due to rising gas. For instance, as you pointed out, the trucks now have to pay more to get the goods to your grocery store. That's going to raise the price of your food. So I think they're trying to sell this now as a broader rebate. Well, then they're selling something different. But if it's if it's just a gas tax rebate, <coughs> that should be obviously really narrow to uh, right. people who pay gas taxes. Now, you've got some other kind of program that you're making complicated. Well, of course, you're selling it as something else because now you're straying way beyond the bounds of what you originally proposed. The other thing going on here is that the leaders of the state legislature, which is almost completely run by Democrats... Tony Atkins runs the state Senate, a Democrat from San Diego. Anthony Rendon from Lakewood, a Democrat, runs the Assembly, is the Speaker. They do not want anybody that's wealthy to get any of this money. It's and their money. folding their arms and saying, uh-uh. Well, a that, straight $400 so, to every car owner? That doesn't fly with us that, that, if people we determine are too wealthy are getting money. Back. Well, that, that, that's abusive totalitarians who we determine. We determine how yes, much money will, you're supposed will, to make. They will, they will come up with Boy, a... Uh... If they don't deserve the biggest, loudest F you, I don't care if it's Mark Zuckerberg. If he earned the money, it's his money. You want to determine how much money he should have? What the hell? You're just a, you're just a state political hack who, by the way, is living as a parasite of Zuckerberg's salary and all the rest of us taxpayers. You're parasites. You're living off us. And then you decide which amongst us can earn a certain amount. And then if we earn too much, we're too successful, then then you get to confiscate what you decide is excess. You just you got to like say all this stuff out loud. Who the hell is Tony Atkins? Some political act that night hack that 99 percent of the state doesn't know. But somehow she stumbled into a power position and it came with uh uh, these these godlike powers on how much money people can earn, successful people. She and the other one, uh, Anthony Rendon. Do you think they're even half as intelligent as as these billionaires are going after? 
Do you think they could put together uh, 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 the Grove? Do you think they could put together Facebook or Amazon? Any of them? Do you think they could run a lemonade stand? How come the people with the most feeble brains are suddenly morally in charge of how much money a successful person can keep? It's his own money. uh, Your buddy's worked up, State Senator Scott Wiener. If we're going to provide relief, it shouldn't be based on who owns a car, who doesn't. It should be targeted to the people who actually really benefit from the help. You know what? Meaning he wants to target the poor. This is the problem. You pay them enough money. They actually believe it is their money. And then they decide to give us a little bit back once in a while. It's not their money. And I wish there was an attitude in this state, because they have this attitude in other states. It's like, no, no, no. This is all our money. And we share it with you. And we decide, you know, what's important to spend it on collectively. But it's it's not yours. And the, 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 the smugness and the arrogance... It just fries me. makes me absolutely insane. You are the parasite. I am the host. I'm creating the wealth. You are blood-sucking me. (laughs) My favorite name in this El Segundo Times story, Humpa. How else would you pronounce J-H-U-M-P-A? I don't know. I would try. Humpa. Humpa Badachara. Is vice president of something called Insight Center for Community Economic Development. The hell is that? Based in Oakland, but again, the reason I brought him up, I think it's a man, I don't know. Any solution has to avoid universality. Oh, it's a woman. Because there's wealth gaps. In other words, she doesn't want $400 dropped on every car owner because it's too fair. It's too... Okay, this is the Marxism that came out of Russia. It's the same stuff that gets repackaged every, every generation. There's always some subversive group. We have them in power now in Sacramento. Right. It, it's it's about, you know, this is this stuff was written about 100 years ago. It's about this eternal resentment of people who succeed. And how do we ingeniously confiscate their money and then come up with a formula and bestow it among the riffraff down below? Meantime, these parati- parasites are the middlemen. They're all making great salaries. They have great pensions. They have great health care. They, they make a crap load of money in campaign donations, and they skim that off the top. They have all kinds of expense accounts and perks. So these are a bunch of criminals who put themselves between us and our money and give us more lectures on what, how we're supposed to be happy that they're taking our money and spending it on something that they think is important. No, no, no. They only exist because of us. They are the very well-paid parasites who then boss us around and tell us how much we're allowed to have. All right. Frightening situation. We'll finish coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Still? Yes. All right. You insist. Hey, where's the Duke of Sports? Is he still there? What's up, Ken? I'm always here. Well, what's your take on this video of the Arizona guard copping a feel of the cheerleader? What? Oh, I missed that. This is the first news I've heard of this. Well, there was an exciting game Sunday night between Arizona and TCU in March Madness. Yeah, I was watching The star player for Arizona is Benedict Matherin? Yes. Well, after the game ended and he kind of lingered on the sideline for some interviews... He makes his way to the locker room, and on his way, there's some Texas Christian cheerleaders (laughs) 
dressed in their little glowy blue outfits. They're wearing masks and they got their arms raised. They're still kind of, he walks by and he, uh, he gives one a good tap on her, uh, <clears throat> on her breast. Yeah. There's a photo Did you see here. it, John? I'm just looking at it now. Uh, the so screenshot. If you look at the video, it's, it's almost like he was going to slap her thigh, but her arms are straight up in the air. So he just kind of tapped her chest. Just right I, on the, I just saw it. Yeah. Right on the breast. Do you think he, uh, he was going for a freebie? No, I, I think it's exactly like you just said. He was going for a high five and her arms just weren't out. Hmm. Why would you high five a cheerleader? Wait a second. Ray, Ray, Ray wants in. I saw that. And? and, and to the victor goes the spoils. Oh, no, no. look at that. <laughs> no. Sure. That's a pretty clear viewpoint. <laughs> no. Well, that, that guy has really long arms and he, it, 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 you know. I, was that his way of taunting her maybe? Kind of just like a. I don't know. Give her a little tap. No, he's getting ready to run through the tunnel to the locker room, and there's fans with their arms out, and he's putting his arm out to give them a high five, and the cheerleader was just first. Right, but he taps her right on the breast. There's no question about it. The love tap. There's no. He doesn't exactly. The love tap. Top. The love tap. Somebody remove Ray. There was nothing intentional. He's reached out to her and apologized. A guy that has four daughters, right? Okay. What an idiot. What an idiot. I'm. There you are. They look like an innocent mistake. It, I was I wondering if it was inadvertent. He just got lost in the moment. And... Yeah. Yeah, I think he I mean, was very you know exuberant. What? And it's like, oh, yeah, they're on the other I, team. No, because I, I did something like that. A playful tap. I was, I was, I was out with uh, my brother. We were out with a couple of people year, years ago, right? And I'm, I was talking animatedly, and I stuck out my left arm. Yeah. gesturing, and my, my left hand cupped right on the waitress's breast. Oh, no. Like a perfect cup. I looked to my left, a and my real hand accident, was, huh? I didn't see her coming. Oh, I see. So, I mean, it could be something like that. Oh, no, he definitely moves towards her to give some sort of, a, but it's a question of, I think it is more what I said. He wanted to have some sort of contact on his way out to say, like, yeah. Way to go, even though it's the opposing team's cheerleader. She wouldn't be happy with the result of the game. But Mark Thompson has probably studied this. Uh, no, I, I love this conversation well, because we can't really know. But, no. Uh, you know, you no. can't uh, presume intent. And I, I don't think kind of gave the guy the benefit of the doubt on this one, but it's interesting to hear you guys sort of talk about the fact that, eh, I don't know about that. Anyway. Just I just saw a longer video. He takes a bow with his arms out and, like, he, like, Puts his arms out, takes a bow, and he like takes one more step with his arms out, brushes by her, and puts his arms down and keeps walking. You think this is something anybody would have noticed without the internet? Hundred percent, no. No, and it and it took a couple of days later for this story to You're pop right. up. So somebody was looking at all the video from the post game and yeah. said, "Oh, look at that!" That's Suddenly, it's the Zapruder film. I exactly. <laughs> like, slow it down. <laughs> what did he uh, grab? You had yeah, a show. That's right. You're in we for will Tim. not be asking. Uh, no, I am in for Tim. We will not be asking Jay Leno to comment on this, but he will be uh, oh, getting Leno. us started. So you know, it's t- we. You know how those guys in the, the Winter Olympics they they take that running start right. and that bobsled run. It's got to be a good start. And so, Leno is such a great friend of the he, Conway Show. He'll get us off. He's to a the good bobsled start. pusher. And there's he no, is the particular, pusher. no particular subject. He's just coming on to share whatever is going yeah, on. Know, he's right. got that new show, you, uh, you Bet Your Life, which is, I guess, the old Groucho show that's now oh, come yeah, back. That's right. Yeah, it's oh, on, and he's uh, got the car show, which is number one on CNBC. Ooh. Yeah, he's, he's doing really well. He's slowing down. It's good he's to a, be Leno. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, really. Uh, Blake from our newsroom is going to come around and talk about the Newsom proposal to give us all money back. You guys were talking about it. I was listening to your, um, your breakdown on it. It's interesting. I don't know. 
Uh, up to 800 bucks, huh, for every registered Yeah, if you have two car cars, owner. you could get 800 right? Yeah, so uh, th- that and more. Oh, and J. Elvis Weinstein, the uh, comedian, documentary filmmaker, will be joining. It's a great, it's a big show. All right. Big show really exciting. Come. We're excited yeah. for you. <laughs> That's your you. big chance. <laughs> I'm hoping. There's some big scouts listening. It's so your, uh, your, your, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mark Thompson's big break. All right. Yeah. No weather, though. No weather. No, no weather. There isn't, no. isn't much He's weather done with going. weather. Left that in the rear view, kid. Yeah. Right. yeah. We got right. uh, Thompson, Conway's off. Mike Crozier is the news. KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.